everybody, and welcome to This Is Not A Safe Space uh, with me, Nick Beaton, on the Never Sleeps Network. Check out NeverSleepsNetwork.com for this podcast and lots of other great podcasts. Uh, I'm here today with Chris Locke. What's up, Chris? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Oh, no, no, my pleasure. It's great to see you, man. Um, Chris is a very funny uh, comedian. Normally, I kind of plan a topic to talk about, but I don't really have anything for this week because I'm kind of burnt out on the Trump shit. I've talked about it. Me too. Yeah, I talked about it with uh, Cal on my last episode it was the first one i did after he got elected and then before that there was like it's always been sprinkled into an episode just because it's always like what the fuck did he just say yeah i mean that was a depressing thing that happened obviously him getting elected so it's uh, yeah who knows yeah, who- the whole world well you know the north america scampered around like a bunch of confused squirrels for quite a while and you are we are burnt out now we're at the burned out yeah it was just like everybody a was, month later we're all like, dead like like a, you know a combination of like probably like 150 million people were all just disillusioned like yeah what no it it's happening <laughs> i probably read about 500 articles about how could this happen <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah we'll just shoot the shit the holidays are coming up i guess when this by the time this airs it'll be probably either right in the middle of them or just after yeah uh, so we're all getting ready for christmas and things uh um, yeah you do anything for new year's this year i put my name in a hat for a new year's show at the works and someone else got it that sucks i'm not doing anything for glenn new year's foster either. glenn foster <laughs> they just pulled glenn's name out of the hat <laughs> i guess <laughs> well that's fun <laughs> Just just scorched earth on Glenn. Glenn will never be on the show. Now. I'll just say I'm disappointed. Yeah. In you guys. <laughs> in you. <laughs> in the works. In the comedy works as a whole. Yeah. Right. Just because I wanted the gig. Glenn is the funniest old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. He, he won't listen to this anyway. No, he doesn't know how to. No, yeah. From what I've heard. Yeah, he doesn't have an app. <laughs> <laughs> good way to start yeah great so what else is going on man i i mean is there any I don't, i'm trying to think of, like i know this is a weird way to start this or meander into it the whole kind of point of the show is usually talk about like you know hey this is kind of a, a, a you know the the general consensus on in society of a certain topic is to be outraged by something mm-hmm. or whatever and that's so that's what i normally talk about is there like i obviously just didn't do my research for this one but is there is there anything that happened recently that uh, that's been bothering mm-hmm. you at all or i do like uh, your online presence you like to poke the hornet's nest a bit yes yeah and i like provocateurs mm-hmm. because i think like irrational people act hysterical mm-hmm. and that's kind of annoying as well so i think what's happening right now which is interesting is people are leveling out a bit like people are mellowing out reasonable people are pulling back a bit they're not as emotional right now and so the unreasonable irrational people are still standing out a bit and mm. it just looks weird don't you think to be like a super uninformed ranty person seems weird right now yeah <laughs> yeah if there's like maybe we could talk about the fallout of being passionate all year <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. like people, the burnout yeah now people are just they just can't even do anything anymore they're just they, they just don't have have it in them anymore yeah. to be angry about stuff it's just kind of like fuck it yeah <laughs> just reach that level Re- reasonable people are sort of stuck in the middle of these far left far right weirdos yeah and we're just kind of stuck there being like i can't say anything because either side is like rabid wolves or yeah something. there's the, i can't i can't literally can't please anybody with my opinions there's <laughs> yeah. like not one person who hears what i have to like you know unless they're reasonable but most of the time yeah. i post something online 
I don't often post things online, but every now and again, like I posted this thing uh, a little while ago. I honestly was in the Calgary airport a few pints deep about to get on a plane. I was like, <laughs> fuck it, scorched earth, and then just close my laptop, <laughs> get on the plane, and then just open up to all these alerts of everybody, you know, fucking arguing Yelling with me. You? Yeah. What was it? It was just that one where it, I, I basically said, like, look, I uh, if I tell you that I understand that I, as a white straight man, I am given a lot of privilege uh, and I understand that and I will do anything I can to help people out to hopefully get the privilege that I have one day. Can you stop calling me a piece of garbage now? Yeah, yeah. And just impl- and like, not that somebody specifically called me a piece of garbage, but I just find that most of the time the tactics in people's communication over a yeah. serious topic is to say, hey, you know, the white men are all terrible and your yeah. pieces of shit. And it's just you're never I, I feel like. The whole thing I ended up saying with it was like, look, if you're a comic and you're making a joke and you want to be, you know, snarky and say, like, fuck all white men and that's your, you know, persona, then do (laughs) it (laughs) then do that. But also admit that you're not an activist because an activist who wants to change something doesn't take a group of people. They eventually need to be on their side and try to convince them by calling them a piece of shit. Oh, man, it's hard out there for a white man right now. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) there's two things happening here right now. In my mind. One is, I really am puzzled by comedians that have chosen to be comedians for a living, Mm -hmm. but they're not, no one's being funny anymore. (laughs) They're being the most passionately ranting activist, armchair activist weirdos. Like I have some friends, you know, across the board, like in all of North America. And sometimes I see their, follow them on Twitter and their, their tweets for days are just uh, like super anger and I'm like this is your how you're promoting yourself as a comedian yeah you yeah know? so there's that that's happening right now that is like really weird and then uh, another thing is is um, the uh, the thing about being a straight white man I forgot the point I was going to make. I'm, I'm totally distracted by Alex's beautiful view. Yeah, yeah. I keep looking at the sunny... <laughs> yeah, just, and the other thing is cars driving. We should just yeah. go outside and play. <laughs> I'm just going to say right now, we're in Alex Ross's studio, and there's a giant window in a condo looking at beautiful Lake Ontario, and it's a beautiful sunny day. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. So I did have a point. Your style of comedy is ranty, but it's punchy as hell. And you're being funny as hell. Yeah, that's you know, the like, goal, right? <laughs> yeah, and you're not like, you're like, yeah, you like to be a bit of like a contrarian to a degree because people are being super passionate to the point sometimes where they're, it's, it's just becoming irrational, like mob mentality. And I like that kind of stuff too. But there's also these other people that are like comedians now, but they're just being deadly serious all the time. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell? You know? Like, yeah, yeah. What is that? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, it's I almost don't, like I don't a gimmick a for them. St- I don't see it a lot on stage, but I might yeah. not be going to a lot of shows either. Like I, you know, go to shows. I don't necessarily watch a ton of comedy anymore, but. Uh, yeah, maybe you're cer- right. Certainly online, uh, there are people who are just really one note on what they're like. It's, it's on their, yeah. opi- their opinion is very, like, it's just every single time I see them post, it's just like. Yeah, you've made this point already. Like, you've, yeah. you've said this enough. It's And it is weird that, like, we've learned from the Trump thing that we are all trapped in our own super, like, liberal bubble. For and sure. And we're just yelling at our friends. Yeah. That's... Usually the one person that wants, or the one or two people that want to be the devil's advocate or the contrarian are just little devils. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not, <laughs> they're not like, like, staunch. Like, they're not in control of anything that you're going to, like, not bring them down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, change the world. So, it's like... 
that's the real burnout is like we're all just yelling at each other that's what burnt me out the, the biggest yeah that's the thing that gets frustrating with most of those those topics it's ultimately like like we're di- we're different probably shades of of left or liberal overall yeah. although i don't i find it hard to call myself left wing or liberal now because of like where it is like yeah. the fact that it's gone so extremely down this this crazy road of you know social justice warriors another phrase that i just don't even want to use anymore i'm sick of it it's like <laughs> yeah. i'm just i'm getting so sick of having to the same the, the the term warrior doesn't do them a service no yeah exactly <laughs> they're not warriors no they're not no, they're not anything they're baby just as fat as i am <laughs> <laughs> this is not a warrior's body <laughs> yeah i mean well yeah, exactly it's like if you're like some of them don't even write blogs some of them are just writing tweets and status updates at least the ones who write a blog or can like you know sort of put something together yeah. but like it's basically just people they see something they get offended, then decide why later. They just yeah. know they're offended as soon as they see it and then decide why they're offended afterwards. I really like um, Rebecca Kohler on Facebook, too. Super funny writer, comedian, Rebecca Kohler. And, <laughs> yeah, she she uh, always posts sort of like reasonable articles, too, after the uh, mass hysteria has exploded. Yeah. Um, uh, she's really intelligent. She writes for TV and, and written articles f- for McLean's and stuff, I think, and like all this ca- and Metro and stuff. She would always have an engaging discussion with reasonable people that are not like yelling at her. And she doesn't pull the, th- the like, look at your male privilege. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't pull that card because, yeah, in a, in a way, getting back to your original point that they got in trouble for, like, man, what the hell? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just <laughs> getting sick of. Being told that I have a white male privilege from white women who I know had a more privileged upbringing than me. <laughs> yeah. Like I can, I know their, I, they've, I know their lives. They've, you know, yeah. they're they're well to do. I come from yeah. a, a small town with an unemployment rate of like twenty percent. <laughs> like all the mines and shit shut down. Their daddy's white male privilege probably still pays for their life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's like, there's definitely some some female people out there who've accused me of having white male privilege that like definitely have their white male father paying their rent you know yeah, like i know a few people for sure so in my mind off. right now like i don't know this is all scattershot i haven't like really organized it into a focused point but like i guess oh yeah because uh, rebecca po- like posted an article today because yesterday was this mega like an article with uh about like came out in 2013 about Bernardo Bertolucci, the director of Last Tango in Paris. Okay. Like, which came out in the 70s. Yeah. There was a scene, like, okay, so the young girl, she's 19, Maria Schneider, there was a a rape scene in the movie. Yeah. But it's all fake, it's acted, and the one thing that Marlon Brando and Bertolucci didn't tell her, which is probably not good, but a lot of directors have manipulated their cast in horrible, horrible ways in tons of movies, but... In the rape scene, Marlon Brando grabs a stick of butter and pretends to, like, use it Mm -hmm. in slash whatever, Maria, whatever. So, I don't know all all the details either, so I'm not, like, justifying anything, whatever. But uh, an article with Maria Schneider, the actress who's not alive anymore, was saying that, like, everything Marlon Brando did was fake. And even though it was a traumatizing scene for her to do... But it was taken out of context, and then all these articles came out, like, yesterday for some reason, like, three years after this Bertolucci article about a movie from the 70s. Mm -hmm. It's saying, like, 
you know, trigger warning for like rape and scenes of like all this stuff. They took her, some of the things she said out of context and basically said that like Brando and Bertolucci raped her with a stick of butter beyond, without her knowing. And she's been traumatized and hated everybody. And, uh, even though she's said that didn't happen. That article aggregated pieces from another article, but left out some of the other pieces. Okay. So if you read the whole original article from like Elle magazine or something, you would see, you know what I'm saying? So the hysteria blew up. And even like big time celebs were like Marlon Brando and Bertolucci should be in jail, and like yeah. and like everybody was like tweeting it and going bonkers and be like, how could they do this? But it, the article was completely out of context. It missed some of the other things Maria Schneider said, and Brando can't be in jail because he's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just gonna say, yeah, like, so lucky Brando him. Should, yeah, yeah. Brando should be in jail. Marlon Brando is the luckiest old actor right now because he avoided jail by being dead for years. <laughs> <laughs> for a long time. But so what I like about Rebecca, uh, who is like an, a really intelligent person that I look up to, post the article the day after by this other girl. Oh, now I'm, I think her name is Jessica Allen or something from the Metro. And it breaks down like um, this clickbait bullshit. And yeah. How, like, so I like that that's happening now. Yeah. It's, like reasonable people are trying to fight back like, okay, you fucking monkeys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Stop yelling. Stop, stop reading all your fucking dot net websites like that. that like the, 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 <laughs> yeah. where, where people are pulling their information from. Sometimes you see like yeah. you see somebody share an article and it's like. Like, I posted this article one time about, it was an anti-third wave feminism written article, mm-hmm. an opinion piece, a blog, basically, written by a feminist, a woman who was like a feminist, like, in the 70s or whatever, and, and, and it was like, you know, part of that first or second wave or whatever it was called, and I posted this, and it was basically just saying, like, here are the, here are the problems with third wave feminism, and then all these people started commenting, and like, this is just an opinion piece. It's like, yeah, well, the stuff that you post from Jezebel and shit is also just an opinion piece. <laughs> yeah. It just jives with what your opinion is so you're okay with it but yeah. because somebody else has a different opinion and because it's coming from a woman who was there on the front lines in the 70s yeah. it pisses you off that much more like and then people go oh i'm sorry about your stupid man tears like i'm not fucking crying i'm <laughs> yeah. giving you a counterpoint of view that's the yeah. other thing i find that gets annoying with it is people start to use their bullshit on you they're like male tears or uh oh, oh are you sorry you're triggered i'm not fucking triggered yeah i just have a different opinion stop stop it's putting your bullshit good, on me i guess at the end of the day what it is, is is it's just not a good forum for a debate like it's not good tactics no not forum form like you know they're not yeah. good debaters I'm, re- I'm reading a book now called i'm right and you're an idiot like could you imagine going to see a real debate and it was literally just mudslinging right away well i mean st- starting to become that like that's, that's what, what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what, wait, what's the book it's called uh it's called i'm right and you're an idiot <laughs> it's great I've, i'm only I've, I've, yeah. I've only read a couple of chapters i just got it not long ago and i, I gotta sit down and actually get through more of it but the t- couple of chapters that i've read so far are just great one of them is called uh, the advocacy trap and it's basically these people who because they think they're fighting for a just cause mm-hmm. they're willing to do bad things in order to for what they consider to be good reasons or a good end yeah. and people who are blinded by the fact that what <laughs> they think they're doing is so right they don't let any other information in and people need that drive in their life because it's hard to sit back and like f- think or feel or even 
relax with the idea that life ultimately is kind of meaningless <laughs> and you can do whatever you want. So people like sort of are like, no, I need this drive. Yeah. You know, I need this like purpose. And yeah. then, so they say glom onto it more fanatical than religion sometimes. And then you're like, well, chill out. Yeah. It becomes, it becomes their like fanatical religion. religious people have done to the world. It's yeah. the same shit. Yeah. And uh. and because they've made it such their life purpose. If you if you make your life purpose one main issue or or like one issue that has um, you know sort of an umbrella of like littler issues underneath it, and this is what you're fighting for, it's almost you can't give it up. Like even if it gets better, you can't admit that it's actually getting better because then you don't have anything to uh-huh. fight for. Especially right. if if you're incentivized to do it through money or something you know if yeah. you're a writer for this cause yeah you know or you know or, or uh, alarmist by trade yeah yeah exactly and then, and then everyone's happy what do you do yeah yeah <laughs> I, I often think of that like what would the news be like if we all got along <laughs> <laughs> i love that kind of stuff i think definitely like white straight men or whatever uh should definitely like also be objective and, and open-minded and read intelligent articles about all the, you know, socio-political stuff that's happening because it's, it is very interesting and it does bring the world together. It's just like good to be aware of no matter what race, color, or creed, <laughs> there's a rational freakazoids that follow their gut. But you know what? Your brain is not in your gut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just take it easy yeah. for a sec and read some books. Yeah, and- people like to fly off the handle without really being informed on what's going on yeah. or you know yeah passionately uh, upset losers yeah <laughs> go kill yourself fucking losers <laughs> i'm also i also don't think i'm a smart person i know that i'm a ding dong comedian <laughs> that's why it makes me um like stress sometimes when i see some of my comedian fr- friends getting caught up in like seriously fighting too much you're like well you know like you're, you're sort of like social media, especially when you're a comedian, it's sort of ultimately to me is always promoting your brand. Yeah. So, and then you start like, you got to be careful. Like you're just like, there's people that I know that I don't want to see them do stand up anymore. And maybe they've written better jokes or there's funny stuff, but their personality online has killed me. Like, I don't want to support this kind of person. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's like just fighting with everybody all the time. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I usually, I don't make, I don't often comment on other people's posts. Like, yeah. that's that's the one thing I find weird that people do. Like, yeah. I make my own posts about something if it's like, you know, if I decide to do it. You know, a lot of the time if I tweet, it's just jokes, you know. And then if I come up with a, a longer, like, just if something happened, then I'll be like, here's what I'm noticing is happening on the internet because of this stupid situation or because of this thing occurred. And then I'll defend the point if somebody comments on my post or whatever, but I don't go out seeking out people's like oh that's your point of view fuck you you know like i don't i don't understand getting in social media arguments unless it's brought unless somebody brings it to me you know yeah Uh, sometimes i just want to disable comments on my posts anyway okay so i know an extension that i do activate quite regularly um if you have google chrome and what it does is i'll send it to you (laughs) and i'll tell everybody listening check it out it takes away your whole facebook news feed and just puts an inspirational quote up that's hilarious yeah so the so you still get messages you get notifications and everything and uh friend requests from pretty girls from russia or whatever <laughs> in, <laughs> in malaysia I gotta, I gotta keep that up <laughs> yeah uh but no news feed at all i i activate it quite a bit that's it's great really, I, that's such a fucking I, yeah the fact that that exists though is so crazy to just like 
you know, Google Chrome has just realized most people get depressed by this fucking website. So we'll just make it so it's not shitty for yeah. them. You know, like there's been all the studies on like on uh, f- social media and Facebook specifically about how it's just detrimental to your mental health yes. overall, because all it is, especially now with this fucking with Trump's America, uh, and yeah. it's just, but with that whole election, it's all you're basically seeing is negative shit, people's opinion that you don't agree with, and then pictures of your ex-girlfriend having a great time you know like it's that kind of like that's all social media (laughs) basically is is just watching people in in fake lives just uh, lives that are just either falsely inflated to be good or falsely inflated to be bad or a picture of a happy smiling couple in front of like the ocean in italy it makes me more irate than political nonsense (laughs) i'm like fuck you you fucking happy dogs Dogs. <laughs> They're just dogs panting in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I get so mad. Yeah. I think that for Facebook and Twitter are my main like promo things right now, obviously, yeah. for, for same with most people. And when I look at them, usually now, I, they look like flyers for grocery stores that I've gotten in the mail that I don't want. Yeah, yeah. And like every now and then someone in the in the corners in between the coupons or promotions has written like down with Trump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the rest is just advertising for everybody's fake life and comedy shows and yeah. music shows and whatever. Yeah, it's rough. I mean, I'm I'm arguably on Facebook too much, but it's it's, it's usually just a time killer on my phone like when I'm doing yeah. things. But I also don't post that much. I just scroll through and, you know, it's but it's like what am I doing half yeah. the time? I waste so many jokes. I throw jo- like cuz I'm at home trying to write all, every day mm. and then I get these rando ideas that I can't use anywhere and so I throw them on Facebook and Twitter Yeah, and then I start getting some likes for them and then it's like this weird psycho like fake happiness where I'm like ah uh, yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah you get the, the likes you know <clears throat> the people comment and you know they say nice things you're like pretty happy about it and yeah. it's, it's, it's just a weird thing of like I don't know how we got to this point with it, but it's just that, yeah, it's just there. Everybody shows their life in a, in a positive light. Like they're all great. And then you just think that everybody's happy and great and you're not what's wrong with me. Like, you know? Yeah. My friend, uh, I think it was my friend Derek the other day was telling me we were having a brunch, very Toronto hipstery thing to do. (laughs) Aunties and uncles. Very good breakfast pocket. Pemail bacon. Mm. Or as I like to call it, Pemilio Estevez. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah. Sweet. eh? But he said that. (laughs) So like some of his old friends that he hasn't seen in a long time, but he's looking at their feed all the time in Facebook and they have this lovely life. So then he, when he does bump into them, he's like, Hey man, how's it going? Congratulations. All this stuff. It looks like, and the person's like, man, I'm going through this. I am terrible. And they're like, the real person is like complaining about their lives and they're in hell. Yeah. Yeah. And my friend's like, but that picture of you smiling in the sun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's what it is, right? You just yeah. assume they're having a great time and then you're yeah. like, you realize, Oh yeah, everybody's fucking having a, a shit time. There's nothing, yeah. nothing good out there anymore. That's the one thing I think with like still like being a comedian and trying to put jokes out there is I think people who do follow me can tell it's I'm still writing something funny, but it will have a darker like I'm in hell tinge to it. Yeah. (laughs) So at least it's like, yeah, there's a little bit, but ultimately uh, for uh, maybe this is my own stupid set of rules I have stuck in my mind, but I feel like as a comedian, mostly to 
promote yourself less as a funny person and more as like a angry person is like a disservice you know what i mean yeah that's why i mean even when you rant a little bit like you're a super super funny writer and when you do write stuff like there's always comedy attached to it usually i try and even or if sometimes i'll just be like hey this is just a serious point but it's still like i try to break it down so it's not just me screaming about something like usually i'm not even though i i on stage, I'm definitely more of like, uh, yeah, rant, rant, and and you know, you get passionate, yell, and stuff like that. In person, I really believe in having calm conversations with people, yeah. and and you know, expressing. But on stage, it's your performance, of course, exactly. And like yeah. I said earlier, and I don't need to um, keep explaining your stand up to you, but <laughs> it, it's punchy as hell. Thanks, man. Like yeah, there's punchlines everywhere. Like it's supposed to be funny. And yeah, make them laugh. Yeah. That's the goal. And it is, so, yeah, when people don't, as a comic, don't do that, I don't understand. You know, yeah. like when, if, if there's no humor attached to anything they're doing, yeah. like it's like, what, you know, yeah, exactly. You're right. It's and like they start their set with, well, I'm an angry person. Anyone else here angry? And everyone's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Not for the next hour. Yeah. I paid 15 bucks for this thing. Please, please don't tell me you're angry. Just do something. You know, if, if it comes across as angry, I might be into it, but you've just started me. Yeah. yeah. I hate comedians that come up with like a gimmick like that. Like this is my brand. Yeah. Um, but really they're just avoiding writing good jokes. Yeah. That's the, that's one of my sticks in my craw. Is that just an expression? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I my craw is. I have no idea where my craw is either, but I, it's things in the, get stuck in it. It's in my balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I assume it's it's genital related. That's where, where I don't want things stuck. You I know? automatically assume everything's genital related. <laughs> That's my white male privilege. Yeah. Craw probably is like short for crotch, you know? <laughs> C-R-A-W-T-C-H. <laughs> yeah, that was stuck in my crotch. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Then there's the opposite on Facebook. I mean, and you, you guys had a tete-a-tete recently ddp there's the ddp style oh yeah yeah facebook he, he messaged me too we cleared it up it was fine but yeah. like i was just like i just see it was it. really funny y- yeah i like, just i've known me and ddp have known each other since we were basically kids like very early 20s so i've known him forever i know his style i'm not affected by his trolling style but even before the internet he had a he has a trolling style behavior yeah yeah i get that i got that impression it's very funny to me and a few of my are his friends but I, I totally get the opposite. Aside. Yeah, because what this was about was I basically said Bernie would have won, right? And then he was just trying to like, yeah, he was like, there's no fact in that and all this shit. And yeah. I was just, I've seen him just comment on stuff. So I was just like, yeah. fuck off. Like, I was just, yeah. I'm not. So then he messaged me and I was like, look, man, it's fine. I've like a lot of comics that I like and respect have like said that you're a great guy. So I, you know, we can clear the air here and just move on past this. But like, oh, that's yeah. nice that you said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talked. You couldn't. You, yeah, you didn't have to. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I mean, like, I like I know, like I know you really like him, and I respect you. I know, like, wow. other comics and stuff. <laughs> the thing is, is like, yeah, we're old, old friends, and I definitely think he's a unique mind and <clears throat> funny as hell and original. But yeah, like, if someone's mad at him, I also get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have that friend. I, uh, <laughs> I know people as well that are like, you know, you just—it's like, look, you're my friend, and I like you, but you're being a cunt right now like you're <laughs> totally being shitty and yeah but i do like um yeah I, I do like how he trolls uber serious people i don't yeah he sh- i didn't like that he was going after you that day but yeah and and most people because we're so emotionally affected by the turnout of the r- election too like 
it's totally fine to be like, oh, could we have just imagined what it would have been like with Bernie? Mm-hmm. Because it did seem fixed that he didn't go on. Like, it was really yeah. weird and bizarre. Yeah. Well, I mean... And so was- then you think, oh, like, Clinton's going to win anyways because it's that fixed. And then <coughs> that super uber upset, you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know? And I, I do think that uh, there's potential that, that Bernie could have won. There was always this speculation beforehand that, like... Oh, he's too socialist for America. And if it's once it becomes like a nat- like between him and Clinton, Clinton's not going after him for his socialism because she's trying to appeal to his base as well. But yeah. once it becomes down to him and Trump, Trump will just be like, you know, do you want to live in Russia or China? You know, yeah. like that's what will hit him with. And that's how he would have lost. But I think ultimately, but when you actually look at the overwhelming <clears throat> sort of turnout for people who voted for Trump yeah. based on the fact not because they want a wall or they whatever, they, they just don't want Clinton because yeah. she was ultimately a bad candidate. She wasn't like it, it just, she the, just wanted to be president. She just wanted to be that president, and she couldn't defend most of what she had to d- do in the public because mm-hmm. of the fact she was very, uh, uh, you know, dodgy with the media. She has yeah. all these sort of scandals, whether they actually were scandals or yeah. not. But they're, as far as everybody's concerned, they're scandals. Yeah, that so she couldn't answer, answer honestly about so much shit with Trump. Whereas Bernie could have just been like, "I'm fucking unimpeachable. You fuck this guy. Yeah. You could have really hammered him hard." And the irony is too is like. During the debates between Trump and Clinton, Trump sort of was like, Russia is really good. Yeah. <laughs> like he was using Russia and uh, Iran. as like, these guys are laughing at us. Like, yeah. You know, I was like, that was crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, that but was... He was, yeah. And then, and then the rural people that you think would like just be like reacting to that didn't affect them at all. Yeah. So crazy. Could you imagine a presidential, like, could you imagine when we were growing up, when we were younger, a presidential candidate, like talking about these super enemy like (laughs) countries being uh, better than us. Yeah. And then they still get elected. That's fucking insane. It is. It's nuts. But people ultimately were just like, fuck the system this guy that's what it was at least this guy they either yeah, either he'll do anarchy, yeah either real. he'll do the right thing or do good things or he'll do shit things but it'll be fucking ruined and then somebody will come in and fix it later or yeah. something you know like it's a dumb philosophy to have when you're talking about the direction of your country and life like to just throw in this insane person for four years just yeah. to tear everything down like i don't think they really realize what that means but so the facebook behavior <laughs> there's like a comedian there's like being uber serious there's like being funny serious every now and then and then there's like the trolls the trolls yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they are out there <laughs> the trolls won this round yeah in the uh, actual election yeah yeah so weird but yeah they're, they're yeah the trolling thing i don't i don't really enjoy too much and there's a lot of people who do it like obviously the the toronto stand-up community board message board or whatever is just full of full of trolls i mean it has okay so we might disagree on this what aspect are you talking about because to me i think people that take the toronto stand-up okay first of all stand-up comedy community Mm -hmm. stand-up comedy and then you get people on there being deathly serious but it's really just objective opinions Mm -hmm. and then you get one thing that i like about it is it's sort of like Brings all these young amateur people that want to amateur comedians. <laughs> they're they're normal people. <laughs> they're, they're, they're amateurs at being people. <laughs> yeah. Oops. I, I put the hot dog in my ear again. But like <laughs> amateur. Okay. So there's a place where they could maybe like start out and unite and learn about what the scene is like. And I really don't think they do. I think they learn what a couple assholes are like mm-hmm. and what a couple assholes think is what's right is right. And those people are fucking 
talking to them all the time and to me that may like so when someone goes in there and stirs it up and takes the piss out of it i do enjoy that so if you think yeah. that's shit yeah we might not agree on that what i th- think ends up happening on that board is it's supposed to be you know an invaluable tool to a young starting comedian right yeah. like when i started doing comedy there wasn't something like that and that yeah. would have been a great thing to have it's i still use it just for like the find out what new open mics are yeah that's the great thing but the actual discussions i don't think is really a great thing no you know? i don't think like, it's necessary to have them like i just yeah. i honestly like just disable it because like yeah. nothing ever comes out of these fights but that's what i mean i think the only good thing was tricks mean, footgate yeah that was great that right? was insane but i don't think i don't when i'm talking about about trolls i don't mean like somebody coming in and mixing shit up i mean oh, somebody okay. somebody who is basically the type of stuff that you're saying is garbage where it's like somebody comes on and posts oh, yeah, and yeah. just posts like you know then we do agree on that yeah like can can we get more women on these shows or whatever it is just some stupid thing that that might be some somewhat valid but you're only doing it to start a fucking yeah. flame war here because yeah. nothing good is gonna you're 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 talking to thousands of people right now and and just making a blanket statement on some stupid yeah. shit you're not even a comic yet it's and you're, you're, you're calling shots on shit like it's oh maybe we should talk about that these like faux um politically minded people that are it's really all about they're selfish and it's attention seeking yeah that's what you're talking about right yeah so, in, in some ways yeah, yeah 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 that's definitely a shade of what i'm talking about for yeah, sure where yeah. there's there's people out there who yeah they're that are like look i'm this guy yeah and you're like you don't give a shit about nobody yeah yeah and then yeah they just start a fight and then they their name well, there was that whole absolute thing with the you know the poster that only had one woman <laughs> on it and then McGlunub, yeah. ryan mcglunub who's the booker or one of the bookers at absolute post this very well thought out letter and just explain like we had more of some pulled out and and but everybody nobody listens to that and they just kind of explode at him and and then there's all these people i've never seen saying that you know there are more women should be on these shows and then you kind of mm-hmm. scratch the surface a little bit and you realize that they're not just amateur like they've been doing it for two months or three yeah. months and they're there but they they think that they deserve something and and then they start telling people who've been doing it for 15 years what's what yeah 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 Yeah, no that's why i'm totally glad it wasn't around when i was young and dumb yeah and full of fun (laughs) well rob bevenick has a funny joke about how he realized he was fighting with someone online that was 12 years old oh i haven't heard that i don't think yeah i think it's new so i i saw him do it the other night but yeah so i think like that's sort of what's happening too is like you got us guys in our 30s that have been pros for a long time and you know taking the piss or talking about shit and then you've got like yeah a 20 year old that's like trying to fit in and try to have a voice and an opinion and they don't they've not lived yet they don't yeah. know who the hell they are yeah and they also yeah and then we're fighting with them and they probably <laughs> won't be doing stand-up in three years yeah like, you know that's the, the other like oh, stand-up for the last few years is definitely like hot right now and it's really bizarre mm-hmm. it's become like rock and like a rock band for a lot of people or being a rock star and it feels really fucking weird right now yeah and but yeah, people promote themselves way more than they get up on stage, and it really yeah. Is they, weird. Well, they're not getting good yet, or it's going to take them a long time. But they think they you know comedy is probably the 
the most delusional thing you can get into and you have to be delusional to do it because yeah. for the first so long you're just you, you know shit and then you're shit but you have to sort of convince yourself that you're the funniest person yeah exactly so that's <laughs> yeah. what people are doing but there there's just some people who are better at like being students kind of of comedy and like actually learning things and just kind of sitting back and, and whatever and then there's people who just come in guns blazing right away and they're like you know this is how it should be done and whatever you know you see people like you see that post every now and again on the stand-up community board where it's just like hey this is a rule for like everybody that should, everybody should do it in open mic and I'm like who the fuck is this guy yeah, yeah. and it, you get you get kind of frustrated as somebody's been doing it for like 12 years because you go you don't get to come into my fucking job and tell me how shit's supposed to go now it's like just picture the like some fucking guy walking into a mill you know he's 20 years old starting at a mill and he goes yeah. up to a guy who's 50 <laughs> and he's like you know what things are gonna fucking change around here yeah. you get knocked out like the guy would be like go fuck yourself yeah if any uh, one from that board or amateurs are listening here's all you really need to know about open mics in any city from what i've seen so far work hard as hell to get out of there yeah 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 <laughs> that's it yeah. that's the only rule yeah i only pump- make this shithead co- comic sitting in the back with their arms folded laugh and then get out of there yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah don't worry about anybody you're just being judged by a bunch of drunk self like self-absorbed assholes make them laugh you're good so keep doing it you yeah know? yeah it's and yeah for especially like the open mics the new fo- sort of philosophy on open mics now is the the show up and go up sort of room that's that's popping up yeah, and it's from like, like eight o'clock to two p- yeah, yeah. And, stuff. and then I, I don't know who's watching those shows like you know especially like comics who are just they often end up talking about like other comics and and say oh there's so many uh you know comedians out there doing like sh- like shitty jokes about like rape or whatever and i'm mm-hmm. like why are you watching why are you watching a show up and go up show yeah. go in do your spot and get the fuck out it's it's gonna be full of crazy people yeah like just psychopaths yeah <laughs> That's when, when someone comedy. says like i saw this male comedian saying that um you know women's periods are fucking gross and they shouldn't happen or whatever or whatever like this is totally hypothetical you're like wait the context is so important here yes yeah <laughs> you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah yeah and like now- <laughs> was the ceiling dripping <laughs> like you were in an open mic dungeon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what I, was this the Crown and Tiger's st- basement? Or? Stop judging comedy by these shit people. Like that's not a comedian. Yeah, can you, know? you smell the toilet yeah. on stage? <laughs> like you're in a shitty show. Yeah, you're not. You didn't watch a comedian. You watched a guy with fucking borderline personality disorder <laughs> yeah. who doesn't ever fucking do this yeah. and gets up every now and again to scream about crazy shit. Don't, that's not yeah, a comedian. Do not worry about yeah. him. His life will always be bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's such a good point yeah oh god like it's just it's weird to judge something like comedy as like an art form based on people who don't do it this is gonna be this is gonna sound like the most white straight male privileged thing (laughs) and totally i get it i i obviously in toronto did the open mics for years and in my opinion everybody deals with adversity yeah in the open mic scene well like i'm I was weird. I was weirder to everybody, you know, you know, so, so my ideas were like, you know, not making sense some of the times and, and I didn't know how to il- illustrate that yet. And then you, 
like everybody feels like a fucking fool and an asshole. Yeah, it's a business full of of in that ultimately room. weirdos and rejects. Yeah, and we all have adversity that we're facing, in, not just in comedy, but in everything that we do. But yeah, it's, I'm like but a also bald in comedy. Guy, almost like, nobody's like, where they want to be in comedy. Like if you yeah. if you ask, like you know, maybe you know, once you get up to the top level, like Bill Burr and Amy Schumer, they're probably close to where they want to be, but they probably still want more. Everybody wants you can't more. Can't stop. So the, yeah. the idea that like somebody would think that it's like easier what like i don't how do you think that i'm having an easy time with this shit like it's not yeah you know it's hard it's hard to do it's it's even when yeah you work you're still like the work itself is like traveling and being yeah. away from people from your and, new fucking baby yeah yeah my first father's day ever i was in victoria bc in a dark hotel room skyping with my wife and baby yeah <laughs> Like, you know, yeah, fucking yeah. male privilege. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not, it's not easy for everybody or it's not I probably have bed not... bugs crawling around my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's hard for everybody, no matter, no matter who or what you are. So the idea that somebody uh, is going to say that yeah. it, it, it's, I'm having an easy go, like, like the thing yeah. with the JFL 42 and the absolute. I think like the most thing that should happen is like, maybe if there's like, a sexist MC or something or a, or a shitty comic that's sexist and he's bothering the girls, maybe more men should tell them to shut the fuck up or something. Yeah. Maybe that's... And if we're thinking of, like, the female perspective, I don't know, or race, like, people of a different race that feel like subtle racist shit's being stated, maybe more white men could walk around being like, shut the fuck up, buddy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think if you... I personally don't see that If you see it, then say it. But, yeah, I mean, I don't... The people were saying that... I remember Jess Bolu was ranting about some stuff she saw, and I actually engaged her to be like, where is this happening? Tell me honestly, because I don't see it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't think these people actually... Not saying I don't believe it. I just really want to know where she's going and seeing this shit. Right. Because, yeah. like, I don't... If Again, the open mic scene... I, we talked about this when we were on your podcast, but the open mic scene is full of degenerate pieces of shit. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we this did. This is our favorite topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the it, you don't see these people who are saying, oh, comedy is all this, and, and, and there's so many sexists and racists in it. You don't see those people ever at an actual, like, pro show somewhere. Like, I don't see them know. at Yuck Yucks or even at, like, really good rooms in the city. They're always yeah. in their own. They're either at shitty open mics or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, even, like, these, like, you know, like, out-of-touch, way older comics that Yucks still throws on every now and then, like, the headline and stuff. They're not even that offensive. Like, they'll say something that's, like, outdated and maybe slightly inappropriate, but it's never... I never see blatant, like, like hate crimes on a comedy stage. It's insane. <laughs> We're in Canada in 2016. You yeah. can't go up there and actually be racist. Like, <laughs> yeah. you can go to some small towns and maybe get away with a little bit more than you probably <laughs> should, but even still, yeah. they're, 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 everybody's kind of self-policing at this the point. Bing Bong always kills in uh, <laughs> beaten Ontario. <laughs> But yeah, like it's, you know, it's just, I don't, I don't do that. I, I people listening, that was a <laughs> terrible joke. I don't see where, I don't see your, like, yeah, I don't see it. And it could potentially be because of my white male privilege that I'm blinded to it. But I also don't think so because I just, That's I've heard thing. stories. That's the thing. We have to listen to the other people, unfortunately. It's like, but then it will be like, yeah, because of, because we're white guys. But then it's like, 
By the way, I gotta say, I already feel like really bad about even making that joke about my Asian character. That is not. That is completely not real. I'm ridden with guilt, and I will die alone. Okay, just leave me alone. But the thing is, is that's the thing. Like Jess Boyu, I brought her up because she's obviously an outspoken. Uh, I almost said militant. But this is pretty militant feminist yeah. in our scene. Very outspoken is the main thing, and. Uh, so that's why it's, if she's saying something, for example, someone that's so different than I am, and I'm not unaware of it, I, I wanted to engage her because I want to understand. So it's like, tell me where you saw this. And she did tell me, but... She you know did I mean? or didn't? She did. Okay. <laughs> it gets complicated. Though. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, because then here it's also like, well, see, yeah, it is a white man thing. It's so dumb because like, because then she, she saw a comedian at, at, at Absolute saying like, men are better than women or something like that. And, something like that. And, and of course she was irate. It makes sense. But then I'm like, well, wait, is, he's a comedian. Is he being ironic though? You know? Cause, yeah. Cause you know, comedians do say uh, politically shocking things with a wink sometimes. Yeah. It's obvious that you don't really think that way, but she said no. So maybe there is some, and, and apparently that guy was a shithead. So you just got to like find the context, but the best thing we can do is listen to everybody else's story. Sure. And, and I mean, but I mean, that's one guy who thinks that is one guy who thinks that, you yeah. know, and if there's a lot of guys who think it or whatever, that's fine. You're running into it. But I mean, it's also hate that guy. That's fine. And, and if somebody wants to uh, tell me that everything, the state of comedy is just fucking all this, I just, I, yeah. you know, as you say, you got to understand people's perspective. If it's, if it's somebody who's different to you and has different experiences than you, if they're telling you something, it's good to, to listen to it. Yeah. But also some, I, I get kind of caught up in this, like, but you don't have to cut off your own dick. And yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also when people like this idea people say like, everybody's, um, you know, if somebody has an emotional reaction to something, it's valid because, it's their emotional sort of journey or whatever. It's like, no, it's not all the time. Sometimes people are overly emotional about things or, or, or don't have all the facts and then get mad or upset right away yeah. instead of, you know, if you don't know what, what's going on, you can't just like be like, say, okay, but it's valid. I know they're, they're screaming and losing their mind right now. And it's because they heard what the person said completely wrong and out of context, but it's valid. Just let them scream it out. They're allowed to do that. You know, yeah. like I find that that's where people are sort of taking the justification on these things. And it's like, no, it's not. Sometimes people are fucking idiots. And like, sometimes your emotional journey doesn't fucking matter because you're just somebody who's irrational about how they deal with things. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that the internet has created is like, everyone gets a voice. Great. But not everyone is a fucking genius. No. <laughs> In fact, most people are barely regular smart. <laughs> <laughs> barely regular. They're amateur people. Yeah, they're amateur people. They're putting hot dogs in every other hole except their mouth. <laughs> I don't know. I love, I, love, I love the shrugging. Just like, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. That's, the, that's my version of an amateur person. <laughs> That's the thing that, oh, anyways, like, I don't think of myself as a smart guy and I have passionate meltdowns for sure, but I'm a fucking monkey. We're all just like monkeys yelling at the obelisk because yeah, we don't understand what it has, means. Everybody has meltdowns and I understand that, like, it's okay. I'm talking more about, like, it's it's just this sort of, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, no, that's the thing. You can't be self-righteous all of a sudden because you're passionate in the heat of the moment. And especially if, if it's somebody who often reacts to things this way it starts to set off alarms like well maybe it's you maybe it's not this situation maybe you're creating something that's not there i don't understand where this became like everybody's feelings are valid they're not like sometimes people 
have feelings are valid because something actually happened and, mm-hmm. and you know it needs to be talked about and sometimes people are just pussies like sometimes people just can't take you know like the harsh truth about something people don't want to admit that buried deep down in the back of their uh unconscious mind what they're really just craving is like this giant shapely motherly creature to hold them in their <laughs> arms and have their breasts fall on her on their face and be so 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 snug and comfortable that's the only thing it's a it's a screaming monkey fear of being alive in a random universe yeah that's all it is these fucking we're all fucked <laughs> who cares <laughs> like take it easy stop t- yelling at everybody else and telling them how to think or feel or do we're all so stupid yeah even geniuses are stupid to a degree there are geniuses that are weird you'll have a guy that'll like be the smartest guy in the world he invented some sort of spaceship but then maybe he eats cheetos every meal <laughs> like everybody's fucked we're all weird everybody's got their thing sometimes it's cheetos sometimes putting hot dogs in the wrong holes <laughs> well what's his name like bobby fisher was like an in, uh, unbelievable chess player. Like, no one could beat him. He could beat, like, everything. Everybody. And then he takes off and runs away and becomes, like, this weird, angry anti-Semite yeah. for the rest of his life. Yeah. Like, everybody's brain is, like, <laughs> we're trying to do the best we can. We're all stupid. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I think it's ultimately it is about like listening to people what they're, you know, and and talking and just trying to come to some sort of terms with something. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Now that we get to the end of it, maybe I I've gotten to the point where I don't care about anybody anymore. Yeah. And I hope they all <laughs> suffer. Ultimately, I've, just, I've been using the uh, agree to disagree in, on Facebook a lot. Like, yeah, great. <laughs> That's a valid point, I guess. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Because like there's people who've literally argued with me and well is is you only get one life is your whole life gonna be lending a goddamn ear i don't fucking think so (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think it's time to like do our own thing yeah maybe that's just well you get let's all live is that white privilege (laughs) telling some people to shut the fuck up for a sec well i everybody tells everybody shut the fuck up it's it's, you know like like it's this is the thing i don't i try to lend an ear and now i'm i might be maxed out yeah yeah, fuck, you can't lend an ear in this internet day and age. Just like, everybody, bring me your problems. Yeah. I'm here. Sometimes it's just like, fuck off. You know, you're not. It's literally like living underneath someone's, uh, like a restaurant's toilet. <laughs> all this shit just falling in your face all day. And you're being like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for expressing yourself to me. Yeah. It's just not at different all. types of shit. You're not at all a psycho. Oh, my God. The internet is a toilet spread shit in your face <laughs> you can see the look on chris's face as he came as the light bulb went off in his head he was like wait a second <laughs> it's like yeah because think about it you go to a restaurant <laughs> restaurants just want to make money they make food they don't discriminate well chick Filla does but like <laughs> but most decent restaurants that i will actually attend don't discriminate everybody's there from white black asian indian and muslim whatever everything women uh, men transgender people we all go to restaurants buy our food and we all use that toilet and shit in that fucking toilet so basically yeah i feel like um my life has become living underneath one of those toilets (laughs) and having everyone's shit just pile up on my fucking face (laughs) 
What the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm one measly, fat, out of shape, bald man that just had a baby. What am I supposed to do for everybody? <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes, well, that's sometimes people are just screaming into the night, man. They're just screaming into the night. They know that nothing's ever going to solve itself. You know, they. I don't know. You, Maybe Trump's presidency will. I'm sorry, I'm getting passionate. I'm cutting you off now. Maybe it will decimate half the planet. Okay, <laughs> billions of human beings wiped out because he's an impetuous, fucking insane fascist dictator. Maybe we'll see. It might be nice. <laughs> I don't think so. But anyways, yeah, I don't know. say he is this worse than Stalin-esque freakazoid, which I don't know. I think that'd be hard to do. I even thought it'd be hard to do in America. Is, is, People yeah. are already fighting him and he hasn't even been inaugurated. But anyways, okay. But say in a hypothetical situation, someone is a megalomaniacal psychopath. They kill a huge population of the world. Well, then once we recover from that and say I'm dead too, I don't care. I'm talking about the human race. I could be dead too. But after the human race recovers from that travesty, then we won't be talking about global warming that much because half the people are gone. Yeah. So it's not as much bullshit. Don't have to fucking uh, farm as many cows down in South America or whatever that documentary was about. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that documentary. That's good. That documentary, whichever one. Netflix is full of documentaries being like, what do you eat, you fucking piece of shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's so many of those. Yeah, why your food's killing you, you fat fuck. I saw one the other day. I'll never watch it. The documentary now is just called Food Choices. Is that what you're going to do to us? Our minds whip us? Why don't I just self-flagellate myself in front of a, on the highway? Like, oh no, what are my food choices? Am I still bad? Go yeah. fucking live your life. I'm so sick of this. But here's the thing. This podcast only got good in the last 10 minutes. No, I'm just losing my mind. The green tea hit me. But the thing is, it's like global warming will go away. Wars will probably like simmer because we'll all be like, Jesus Christ. You know, <laughs> yeah. we'll come together. We'll work together. Like a lot of cities will be abandoned. <laughs> So maybe like we almost like we're a bunch of bitches whining all the time. We need the world to get fucking blasted. I don't know what needs to happen to the world, but <laughs> I'm not a psychopath that I really don't want. Yeah. I'm not advocating people die. Yeah, if you're uh, in but order for billions of people to die, nukes have to be used and then the world's just going to be shit anyway, right? Right, cuz that follow will just kill us all. Oh god. Well, no, I'm I bring this up because for people that are thinking I'm like a Stalinist psychopath, I really do not want that to happen but i do remember in high school this real this really pretty girl that i really liked we would smoke weed together every now and then and that was one question she was like you know total pothead question she'd ask me all the time she's like if you had to sacrifice your life for the greater good of the planet would you do it and i've always thought of that since then oh yeah and that's sort of where that comes from i was like well here's the thing about i feel about global warming and I, i'm a dumb person and i don't like read about it that much <laughs> but I can't wait to hear it. I read the headline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's what I think about this thing that I'm stupid and I don't read about. <laughs> it sounds to me though like we, the average regular person that makes no money and has no impact on the planet barely whatsoever, are taking the brunt of the guilt of global warming. Right. When like everything all these giant corporations that help sustain the lifestyle that we enjoy do affect global warming and they're not being held accountable we are and i'm like a guy that's like i'm eating an orange here 
(laughs) (laughs) Trying to eat an orange. Just eating an orange. (laughs) Oh, that's a great way to sum it up. I'm just, I'm just over here eating oranges, you know? (laughs) But the, uh, yeah. From Columbia. I think think people are trying to hold them accountable, but the point is, is that they don't get held accountable because they're rich and they just, you know, have lobbyists and whatever they have to do. But that's what I mean. Like, of course we, um, like our lovely humanitarian green protesters out there that do actually try to do stuff. Yeah, yeah, they they protest these giant corporations, and but but that's the thing. So nothing really happens. No, I mean we'll see how this pipeline thing goes. That was kind of cool, but like uh, that was really cool. I mean, you know, but we'll see. I don't. I'm so cynical. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with something like as serious as global warming because there's there's so many people who are trying to like. Paint oh, it. do you even believe in it? Oh, I believe in it. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there, but there's so many people who are trying to paint it as not being actually happening. There's just too many. Like, there's too many lobbyists, and these people are like, "No, nah, it's not real, a real thing." And 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 it's it's insane that like such. It's not a ton of people who are doing that. It's, it's definitely the the minority of people who are saying it's not real, but they're controlling like how we're actually dealing with it through stopping laws from getting you know put through and things that could actually make. That it could change. Yeah, the you impact. mean like the laws that uh, work for the big business more yes, than the yeah, environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and and, and repercussions when uh, there's a big oil spill and shit, and these people are not ever held accountable. And it's, I don't know. It's because the people who are making money are making money, and that's all that really matters to them. They're like, yeah, we're making money. Fuck you. It doesn't, you know. I don't know. Anyway, so then maybe the whole point is, is like, just why be passionate orange, about man. anything? We're all gonna fucking die. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, we're all eating oranges. We're all just trying to eat. I'm just trying to eat a goddamn hey, orange. I'm trying to eat an orange, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating an orange over here. Well, that's, uh, I, I find that a lot of these podcasts ultimately end with us. Uh, we're fucked. And <laughs> we're that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, we, we, we went all over the map here. It was great. Good conversation. Yeah, I guess it's just like, because like basically bo- like both you and I, and uh, especially me for sure, I was just shitting out all this input from like, that's been flooding my eyes from the internet. But like, so I'm really, if you've listened to this and you've ever, anyone ever got mad at something I said, I'm, I'm totally stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally just like shit out like all this nonsense back at you. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I think that's a sign of a good debate. Like, both sides are like... And I know we didn't debate, but just in general, like, because you, you do like to debate sometimes, like, sign of a good debate is when both argue, both sides are like, we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> just we can just come to that conclusion. We're, You know what? What are we even fucking fighting about here? We're all fucked. You know what happened to me, I think, unfortunately, or no, fortunately, I don't know. When I was a kid, for some reason, I got into existentialism a bit. At a young age, like in my teens. So I read like Albert Camus yeah. and some stuff like that and uh, some Sartre and stuff. Not a lot. All right. <laughs> I did not read uh, the big one being a nothingness. All right. Just leave me alone. But but yeah, sort of having that stuff blow your mind at such an impressionable age. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not good for being like a passionate human, you know? Because then I'm always like, well, life is meaningless and we're all going to die and just have fun in the moment. And that's like my main point. So when I see passionate people like making everyone upset and ruining things, I'm like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm obviously there's 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 a place for activism. And, and, and I agree with feminism, obviously, like like they need to fight. That's the thing. And yeah, that's my privilege. I get to be existentialist. <laughs> right. So <laughs> yeah. I understand. But it's, it's more so when people, uh, and it's always been for me, when people fight all the time 
and make issues where there aren't issues. That's all that, like, I don't, I get the baseline of feminism and what it's there for and what it's trying to achieve when it begins in, in, or, or obviously anti-racism and stuff. And, and like when people are, you know, talking about uh, cops shooting unarmed black guys in the States and just it being like this serious thing that needs to be dealt with. I get that. It's just stay in within the realm of reality, deal with the facts that actually exist and be able to listen to somebody with a differing opinion yeah. without losing your mind. And yeah. if you can't do that, then that's fine. They're like, again, I'm not, ma- I can't make the rules for how people conduct themselves, but realize that if you just hear another opinion, if it's on even a serious issue and somebody who has to go like, like, you know, I understand why you don't like this, but you're actually wrong about this point. Like, this is not a fact that exists. Yeah. You got to be able to take that and go, okay, you know, about it. again, people, it's that advocacy trap where people are like, no, the end result would be to stop unarmed African-Americans from getting murdered. Yeah. So what, even if I'm quoting statistics that aren't true or whatever, that's still, as long as it fans the flames to get this, you know, uh, this uprising underway or, or to achieve its goal, then that's fine. Yeah, I think I wish I should have said this at the beginning of this whole podcast, (laughs) but my issue is never with, never ever with real people with real issues and POVs that we need to listen to. You know, my issue is with um, this, these self-righteous bandwagon-y, like, yeah, people that are just, it's all about themselves and it's actually just to promote themselves and to like... Uh, that's the person that those are the only people that drive me insane. And then like are fighting with people that are reasonable people that are like, yeah, I agree. Stop yelling at me. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that kind of thing. It's like preaching to the choir type fanatics. I, I hate, yeah. Like, my least favorite thing is the person who basically can't even like, if you make a point, they can't even dispute it. They go, uh, I'm not saying that what I'm saying is, and then they say that, yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. that's the thing that it's like, <laughs> how are you that fucking stupid? I've gotten in so many arguments with people like that yeah. where, where they, they, that they just end up saying, well, no one's saying what you just said we're saying, and then they say it. And it's like, how do you not, yeah. how do you not see what you just did? Yeah. I don't think like, yeah, I guess we did sort of cover this earlier on. It's like, um, yeah, there is, they're just a, uh, like a bullhorn. Is that a thing? Bullhorn? Bullhorn. Horn? Well, yeah, I heard that. They're yeah. a bullhorn for themselves. Yeah. And they're not a, really about the cause necessarily. Yeah. Or maybe they're passionate, but they're not like uh, like me. They're not articulate enough to exp- <laughs> express it as well. Yeah, maybe. And then, and then it becomes, you know, I don't know. It's selfish people make me uh, feel sick. Like, the thing is, is when I read the news and I see like disenfranchised people and discrimination and 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 all this stuff like it makes me sad Mm -hmm. i don't want the world to be that way yeah that has nothing to do with how i feel about a person like a self-righteous person yelling at me all the time that's a totally different thing do you know what i mean yeah 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 does that point get across? I think so. I'm just eating an orange, man. I'm, I'm just, just trying. I'm, I'm just trying, trying to. to eat an, yeah, I'm not even eating it. I'm trying to you eat an orange. That. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was the best. Because I, I was just like, I, I, it, I got it. it. I just, but I still was like, where the fuck did this orange thing come from? That's but, my brain. Yeah. That's the adversity I deal with. It's so funny. I was hanging out with Bebenek after his show on Friday at the Underground. It was a cafe. It was mm-hmm. really fun. A good show. And then um, I, I really like. We got drunk. Uh, Tim Golden was there too, lovely guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got, well, I got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like we did Irish car bombs, which 
is speaking of offensive like jesus christ could you <laughs> could you order that in ireland i don't think so oh, no no they would not <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's like yeah guinness and and uh, jameson or whatever yeah. at, at the same time but yeah so me and Bebenek like rib, rib each other because he can destroy like rural one-nighters and I fucking eat it, right? Or, or I used to, you know, and uh, now I don't just barely do them. <laughs> but like, so I was making, we were wasted and he's like, I was making fun, like uh, making fun of him. Like if you're driving for a long time and there's a show beside one of those gas stations, Bebenek can destroy it, <laughs> right? You know? but, then he said, but he was like, when we were taking a cab home, he was like, People think I'm like just a like a jockey, dumb jock guy, but I'm not. Like I'm, I'm also like, like I ha- like growing up. Like he had to deal with people just thinking, assuming he's a big dumb jock because he does like. But he's like, I just like sports. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still like a nice guy, and I'm like, I know that, right? But then when I got out of the car, I realized, hmm, it's funny because he's saying that to me to appeal to me to understand. But you know what? I never appealed to other people is like, I grew up like, you know, didn't have much adversity, like growing up or like issues, but like I was the artsy fartsy guy. Yeah. But I always had to like sort of work hard to convince people just because I'm artsy fartsy. doesn't mean <laughs> I'm like a fucking wimp or something. Well, that's, you know yeah. what I mean? Like every, I'm still every, a dude that's like, can, uh, I can still, I can put my arm back on and uh, just like that robot can. I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. I know, I know what you mean. I like. The, the, I forget about everybody that has side perceptions. Of things, everybody has perceptions of people yeah. that they don't know and just assume they, you know, everybody does it. They judge. They judge a person based on whatever. Yeah, like your last week's guest, Dom Perret, He's always mad at me about alt comedy, but I right. don't fucking know what that is. Right. I literally... I saw that. I saw that. I literally think that's unjustified, unreasonable. I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I saw the... uh, Because I've seen him do comedy. What's... So, like, you know, I don't know the difference really i i saw the one thread on the it was the toronto stand-up community right yeah. and it was like because ddp was was trolling that trolling. fucking whole thing like like just he put it like what five six seven posts yeah, in a it's row all the, bullshit. and it's all bullshit and Some and so don got his back up basically to say like you know this is a valuable place and you're fucking ruining it to ddp or whatever i didn't really pick a side but he i saw yeah he what he was calling like calling did he call all you guys just alt? Yeah, he said, "Look at these alt fucks." Yeah, like t- whatever. I so like, I think, but I, but I that, think but what that he's referring is always bubbling up in him when I talk to him. Yeah, I think what he's referring to in that instance, and I don't because I don't know the other thing, but he's he's referring to DDP being funny by not being funny about stupid in a trolling kind of way like it's like this right. is funny because no, of I get the, the sheer volume and the fact that none of these topics he actually cares about he's doing this to be a like a concept funny thing yeah, the whole yeah. thing that's what i think he was talking about there and he was obviously pissed but yeah he gets he gets pissed a lot but he seems to be the we talked about no but it's not just about dom i shouldn't have just thrown him out there like that because uh but but, but what i'm getting at is like i don't like okay so yeah dom does have anger against this quote-unquote all comedy and and other people do but he kind of like well he yeah he was the latest like thing out of nowhere where you're like what are you talking because i really don't like he could have said fucks look at these fucks yeah but he put the alt there so it's obviously a thing with inside him that makes and and other people feel that way too it's like yeah but you're not real stand up like what are you talking about well i i fucking headline clubs all across the country consistently i would never put how is it not real i would never put you in that category the the people that i put in that alt comedy first of all but people still call me that isn't always but it's not always a bad thing to use it as like it's not a bad thing in america those are the guys that make money yeah to use it as like a a swear word 
word almost is like yeah. you know like it doesn't that's my it doesn't make sense. Term. like Zach Galifianakis was like a f- alt comic that did very well for himself you know like that yeah. kind of, what it is is it's 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 it's, it's, it's uh, taking uh, a, a style of comedy that's it's a little more abstract it's not you know, sort of the standard whatever people hmm, would view I like as being abstract comic. okay abstract is how I would view it but when he but use, when you use it like, as a pejorative yeah. like it's it's the, the the one thing and I've seen it happen a lot in Toronto but it's fine because these people don't usually end up going anywhere anyway is the yeah. people who are like anti-comedy you know like yeah. I, I use I would never use alt comedy as like a thing I call it anti-comedy it's when people yeah. aren't actually making a funny thing they're doing it as like and you know who was a great I, ironic like yeah like Andy Kaufman was great at anti-comedy yeah. but Andy comedy Andy comedy <laughs> but like people who sort of take it and, and think, okay, I'm going to be this, and this will be funny because it's not funny. I don't see a lot of people funny. doing that. I don't do see you? a ton of people, but I, I, have, I think it was kind of hot people in the doing mid-2000s. There was definitely like a lot of irony was king. Yeah, I used to know? see that a bit, and I don't yeah. see it as much anymore. But again, I'm not watching this shit anymore. Either. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not out seeing a lot of new comics. I, you know, I know. I do Even like people that are like, this special on Netflix, you got to watch it. It's the best. And I watch it, and I don't laugh once because I'm like, I just, comedy has killed me. Mm-hmm. Killed my soul. Only my friends make me laugh. I don't know what to do. That's my derogatory term that gets me because I'm like, man, I work so hard. Yeah. Don't just brand me as this like fringe thing or something. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. I talked to Dom about it too. It's not. I shouldn't have said. uh, Well, this is because he was the last example. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah, I know he has this anger about it, but whatever. Like, maybe there's more background to it. I don't know. Yeah, and I think... But, but a lot of people still think that. In that instance, I think he was directing it more at, like, DDP, because from when I was watching... For sure, DDP was trolling. Yeah, and, and, it's, and that's... And a, if you want to fight him, he's asking for it, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's... it's Because like, it was you and Hartnett that kind of got lumped in with it, and you were just making other jokes within the actual and, uh, thread James one of the fucking funniest guys Yeah, he's ever. a very funny guy, yeah. And yeah, he's got a specific brand, you know. I would say if James was in a rural, uh, sort of like one nightery type situation, they would not get his ironic sort of. Probably not. Yeah. It's like I get that. Like sometimes maybe like maybe it's like a road dogs get mad at comics that are popular in the city but can't travel. Like that's what I happens. I don't see the point in getting mad at that. I <laughs> like yeah. it's not really it. it that, that you know that it'd be better for me as a comic to be like oh this person can't take any of my work ever yeah. you know when um, i first joined yucks like about five or six years ago uh kathleen mcgee who i, I love and she was a fan at the time but she was still trying to like be real with me she was like you're not a real comic until you've like driven like four hours to so-and-so alberta and had chicken wing bones thrown at you and i'm like <laughs> That fucking suck. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. The one night, and like, I have done shows like that now. But Jesus Christ, and, that I've, and I've, I've heard that that thing like as a com, like you know, oh, you're not you're not this until you do that and whatever. Everybody yeah. seems to have their new set of rules for what it takes. But like, I think that's what I fight the most is rules. Yeah, I, I can't take I don't, it. If it. I don't. There's no. There's nothing that makes you a comic. And those gigs, yeah, sure, you're gonna learn a lot from doing those gigs, and like a lot about yourself in a lot of ways, and like yeah. what you can sort of deal with and take, and what you want to do. I do those gigs and a lot of the time I they, they go well sometimes they don't or they don't go as well I've kind of got I don't change a gear I do whatever I do in the city I, I do it there I don't have like a different set or anything that I do 
I think maybe what comes from some of these people is they don't the 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 city comic who only does the city's views being hip and cool, and you're kind of like out there in the you know the boonies telling jokes to assholes, and, yeah. you're, and you're kind of more like sometimes you do those crowds and you don't party doesn't want to make them laugh exactly, and I think there's and I think some of that bitterness is what backlashes at these like hip comedians that are hot at the moment, yeah, because you don't have that heat right now, so you're like. Well, I'm fucking grinding my ass off to make like seven fifty, like fourteen hours outside of the fucking city, mm-hmm. and then I come home and you're like basically jerking off on stage and it's destroying. Yeah, I could definitely understand where that bitterness comes from. And as a comedian that thinks about fucking this bullshit twenty four seven, I definitely think you need to learn how to travel as a comedian too, for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't compromise yourself completely to just tr- just travel everywhere but you know i i it's definitely it's important to meld both worlds and understand that it would be great to find a way to hit all rooms but it's sometimes it's just not going to happen i don't know so i think when like people are divisive like that it makes me so mad and like they're trying to like uh, lower like label you and all this bullshit you know like yeah i i've done like i just did a fucking theater in cornwall to 10 people a giant theater with a roaming spotlight. Oh, no. Ten people. They were the nicest ten people, and I did 50 minutes for them because I still got paid. Yeah, yeah. But what the fuck, man? Like, that's it. You know, you got to do that shit sometimes. And Yep. I don't know. What was I? Did I have a point? Uh, <laughs> I think we, we covered it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. You you wrapped it up really nice and succinct and tight, and then I just was started, kept <laughs> no. rambling. Uh, you want me to ramble for two hours on a podcast? Give me one nice mug of green tea, baby. <laughs> it just comes pouring out. It's all nonsense. I've I had no fixed point this whole time. No, it's been great. Uh, it's Except been... the one point I want to take with it is the orange metaphor. Yeah, the orange metaphor. And yeah. the uh, restaurant where everybody's shitting in the same toilet yeah. onto my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that, that. Those are the two biggest takeaways. I think <laughs> for me. Yeah, uh, like, it was good to have you on, man. This has been a, f- a fun conversation. And your your podcast. Uh, Utopia to me is that that's right yeah yeah, yeah. I uh, haven't been able to do one in a couple months because of a schedule but yeah it's got a lot of episodes up there yeah so check that out guys and uh, look up Chris uh, on Twitter you want to plug your Chris Twitter? Lock Fun Chris Lock Fun yeah okay and this I don't there's no point plugging a show because I don't know when this will necessarily air so yeah. this, so I don't think this should come out at all <laughs> yeah we're just gonna hit delete I think we should send this to my therapist more, <laughs> more than anything but yeah and if there's comedians amateur comedians listening no rules do whatever you want and don't offend people and be nice and just try to be funny there you go Parting I, I think words. that was sort of the theme an underlying theme of this one parting words from mr chris lock all right thanks so much buddy <laughs> thanks for having you. me all right and thanks for listening to this is not a safe space check out uh never sleeps for this and other great podcasts see you later <laughs> <laughs>